0: Welcome to another episode of the Talking Blues Podcast. I'm Josh and I'm joined by my two co-hosts, Alex and Peter, and we are here to break down a 1-1, uh, 1-1 match in the UEFA Champions League semifinals against Real Madrid. Chelsea came up short. We had a Tristan Pulisic goal. Peter complained that it should have been 3-1 win for Chelsea. Who do you want to blame that on, Peter? I'll tell you who you can blame it on. Timo Werner can't finish a chance. Coach Wild makes a good save. Timo Werner can't finish a chance, I'll say it, two times in a row. We also have a match against Fulham to preview over the weekend. That's going to be on Saturday. And finally, it's had a good time. One, or not finally. It's, a, it's had a good time once again. A 12.30 start Eastern time. Perfect lunch time. Watching Chelsea while eating lunch. I will take it. Um, and I'm excited to record just so I could, you know, talk. Shit about Timo Werner. I mean, I don't know like, what else I would do on this podcast besides do that. So I'm going to award my man of the match already to Christian Polistic. I think Captain America was able to score first American to score um, in a UEFA Champions League semifinal. So that was great. Um, and, you know, a really good goal it was as well. I don't really want to say too much on this match. It was obviously a back and forth type of thing. Yes, Peter, I understand what you're saying with the shots on goal and, and the stuff like that and all the chances Chelsea had. It was, you know, the chances that we did have on net were, were very, very good chances. Obviously the possession was very close uh, in terms of that, but uh, I just want to go to your thoughts on, on the match. Both of you.
1: Well, I'll start it out by saying, I'll just say my minute of the match now and then get into everything else. I think, I would have given it to N'Golo Conte because, I mean, he had an exceptional game. That being said, I said it, I think it was last episode or maybe two episodes ago. The only thing he's bad at is as soon as he gets anywhere close to the opposing goal, he gives the ball away. He has no, he can take, he can get the ball in the defensive half, dribble, has three players, and then as soon as he gets as like towards any like towards the box and he has to make one pass, he completely messes up the pass. His final third is terrible. But that being said, I would say he still probably had the best performance on our team. He won every ball, he dribbled exceptionally well, kept the ball well, except for in the final third. And I'll say it again, he needs to work on that. And if he works on that, he will be the best. I wouldn't say midfielder. He'll be the best defensive midfielder in the world. He is already up there, but to get to the next, next, next level, he needs to work on that. But since Conte, I'm not giving it to him because of the issues in the final third, I will also give it to Christian Pulisic. I think he obviously got the goal. Uh, I mean, he was probably maybe you could say Mason Mount was as dangerous as him, but I don't really think so. He's probably Christian Pulisic was probably the most dangerous player uh, played well again. He's just in such good form right now. And we know speaking towards the end of last season, what happens when you see Mason or not Mason Mount Christian Pulisic on really good form, every game, he turns up every game, he scores every game, he has an impact. And that's what we're going to need to have. We're going to need to have a player like that who can score every game, create these chances because that's what we've been struggling with. And if we can have Christian Pulisic playing this well, scoring goals, creating these chances, then I think we have a chance to win every competition we're left in. Well, and the top four race, not, obviously not the Premier League, but the top four race we can definitely get in. Um, what else do I want to say? The defense was solid again. I mean, Benzema hit the post once, but that, I mean that wasn't even anyone's fault on the defense. That was just an exceptional shot. And besides, la- besides the, the, the goal, they really didn't do anything at all. We just had a defensive lapse where we missed like three straight headers. We didn't clear it at all. Left it to Benzema. He got the ball. He's halfway inside the in the box. He's going to score it every time. You just can't let him get to that. But besides that, the defense played exceptionally well. Uh, P did start right wing back again, which I was very not happy about going into the game. But he ended up doing fine. He didn't really... Kind of like the last game where he played, he didn't really do anything. He was just kind of there. He had some good defensive moments, had some good moments going forward, but realistically wasn't a big factor on the game. Uh, Ben Sherwell played solidly. He needs to be more dangerous. I think sometimes he needs to make more runs and needs to get forward more. Um, Jorginho... Got burned a couple times by Vinicius when he was helping back. Well, besides that, kept the ball well. Uh, Antonio Rudiger was another person that I want to uh, mention. He played. He would probably, if it wasn't for Christian Pulisic, he'd be my man of the match. I mean, he made so many good runs, especially one towards the end of the game where they were having where Real Madrid was having sustained pressure on us, and he made a great one, got fouled, and let us breathe. Uh, he also defended well. I mean, he did everything perfectly, and he's been doing that really consistently, and I've been avoiding it, but now I will talk about Timo Werner. You know, I do like to defend him. He is probably the one player I defend the most after a bad game, and I, will, I can't defend the miss, obviously, right? I can't defend the miss, but I will say that he did have a good game. I mean... You wouldn't say you had a good game because he wasn't necessarily an impact on the ball. He didn't really get the ball up, make these runs, score the goals, didn't get any assists. But he, his runs and his, just him being there, right, being on the field, scared the Real Madrid were scared of his pace and his ability to make these runs and get into these up, uh, these chances. Like on the Christian Pulisic goal, Christian Pulisic didn't get pressured at all because Timo Werner made a run for a cutback which drew all the defenders away from Pulisic and let him score easily. Well, not easily, it was a great great goal, but gave him that space. And he made a bunch of runs trying to go through, which left space for players like Conte or Mason Mount or Christian Pulisic to have to dribble through the center. I think he didn't have a good game, as good of a game as he could have. Obviously, he should have scored. That was also a good save for Catois, but he should have definitely scored. But he did still have a good game. I think everybody had a good game, and we deserve to win this game if we finished our chances. Like I said, Josh said that I said, I should have won 3-1. Really, we should have won 3-0. I don't think they should deserve to score. They really only had one good chance. But we have the away goal lead, now all we have to do is defend well and not let up a goal in the second leg, and we're through to the final.
2: Yeah, one thing I wanted to touch on is, you know, up front, obviously Timo Werner missed another chance. Um, You know, decent save from Courtois, but you can't be just shooting right down the middle um, when you get into that position where the goalkeeper is already standing. Um, uh, You know, Benzema's goal, I mean, just fantastic, right? That's the kind of player we need up front, right? We need a Benzema. We need a Harry Kane. We need a Lewandowski. We need a player like that, or Lewandowski, should I say. Um, We need a player like that who can really just be that main number nine, a natural number nine who can actually play. Timo Werner's not a number nine, right? Uh, When he played at Leipzig, uh, you know, he was always never really the main striker, uh, whether he was kind of playing off him. uh, uh, What was it, Palsen there, um, who I believe he played with at Leipzig most of the time who was his strike partner. Um, So he played kind of a little bit off him. So he was always kind of drifting more to the left-hand side. So he's not really a real number nine uh, in, in terms of how he plays. And he's just not built to be a number nine. He's a little bit too small. Um in terms of players that can play up there I think Kai Havertz could be a solid number 9 we saw him come on obviously uh but it's just that final finishing touches where we need to you know get better right we we have we're getting these chances we're getting these opportunities we just need to put them in the back of the net and I think our first target this summer should be a striker because we need one desperately uh, someone who can who we know when they get a good solid chance will slam the ball into the back of the net uh, with no hesitation. So, that you know, that's really the big problem. I mean, for this upcoming week, my man of the match, um, before we get to that, um, was N'Golo Conte, He was absolutely sensational. He was doing fantastic. Um, coming in for Kovacic, obviously, I'm not sure what his situation is going to be for uh, next week when we do the second leg. Um, but hopefully, you know, maybe he comes back, but I, I kind of doubt it. Um, Conte did very well there. Um, but yeah, I mean, moving on to this weekend, I mean, this this Fulham game, it's a must three points, but we also need, it's also must rest for a lot of these players. We can't have Mason Mount playing. We can't have a lot of these key players for us playing. We need to make sure that we get our result that we want, um, but without, you know, exposing too many of our uh, top players. So it's going to be difficult to be honest. I mean, this game Fulham's obviously a struggling team in the relegation battle. They still kind of do have a little bit of hope, um, you know, to advance uh, or to, um, you know, get out uh, of this relegation area, even though it looks like pretty likely they're going to go down. Um, but they also have nothing to lose. Right. So it's going to be a tough game, um, but then moving next week, uh, you know, against Real Madrid, I think that's really the big, you know, the big game here. In the first leg, 1-1's a decent result, right? Um, But it's not ideal. You know, they score a goal and they're up ahead. Uh, You know, only one away goal is not great. Uh, If we won 1-0, maybe it would have been better, but uh, they were able to get that goal. We dominated most of the match, I felt like. You know, they definitely have a lot of dangerous players around Madrid. Um, They have a lot of experience. Ramos may be back um, for the second leg. Uh, Varon was back, bo- uh, back obviously, for this first leg. So it's going to be a lot of trouble for us in the second leg. Uh, and it's definitely like a very 50-50 type of match. But I, I would say we can't just go uh, to Stanford Bridge, obviously, for the second leg and just sit back and defend the entire time because I don't think we can do that because um, we have a one-goal cushion. This isn't like the Porto situation where we have a two-goal cushion there. Um, we have one-goal, uh, one-goal cushion against a much better team Against a team that we know can score, uh, but yeah, that that's kind of all I want to say for uh, that before we move on.
0: And there are there is some Chelsea news that I want to get into just a little bit, uh, and that's that the rumor is Chelsea is looking into bringing a new left back in the summer, uh, and it seems like they're looking to sell Marcus Alonso, and Emerson Palmieri. I saw that on Absolute Chelsea today, so I wanted to mention that. And then some other some other news to slide in there. Um, is that Antonio Rudiger and Angolo Conte? And, and Antonio Rudiger, Angolo Conte, and Christian Polisic were included in the uh, UCL team of the week, with Palisic getting the highest ranking 8.47, then Rudiger with a 7.45, and then Angolo Conte with a 7.27. And then we have some quotes um, from Asby on the match uh, and and going into this weekend. Uh, and Asby basically said, which we saw him at right wing back for the second game in a row. Uh, and he said, I don't see it as an advantage. It's important to score an away goal. But we know that on Wednesday, it's going to be a different game. We have to bring it at our best from the beginning because it's going to be another really tough game. We wanted to win the first leg because the way we started the game, uh, but we couldn't do it. But we couldn't do it. But in the end, because we didn't quit, get that last pass or that final decision right. Overall, I think it is a good result, but now we must recover ahead of an important game on Saturday in the Premier League and then focus on the second leg. We will be ready. Uh, And then on Christian Pulisic, he said he is an amazing player. He came here from another country. He is growing and improving with every game, and I'm really pleased for him to get that goal versus Real Madrid because he is a very important player for the team. Um, That was from from Chelsea. So good words by Asby. Um, I'm going to move to my... I I guess we can move to the preview of this game uh, this weekend against Fulham, as long as everyone else is fine with that. So this match is going to be Saturday, uh, 12.30, like I said, 5.30 p.m. That'll be the first day in May, 5.30 p.m. for all the UK viewers. I should have finished that. And then Chelsea sitting fourth with 58 points, pretty comfortably, uh, three points behind them, sitting in fifth is West Ham. And then you have Fulham, like Alex said, facing relegation. We're going to see if they can try to get out of that. It's most likely they can't. But they sit with 27 points in 18th and 17th is Brighton with 34. Um, I'm going to move to my line of prediction. I don't have Asby, just to say that right off the bat. I have some players resting just really in my midfield, but I want to keep it rolling with Chelsea. So, you know, those players who have been playing well, I'm keeping them in. So hopefully, we have a good match against this struggling team in Fulham. And we don't want to have another Crystal uh, Palace situation. So, uh, Edward Mendy, it was Crystal Palace, right? Five two.
2: No, West Brom, sorry. I I was was trying to jump in there, but yeah, West Brom. We don't want that to happen again.
0: (laughs) Yeah, thank you. Just I'm not not trying to say anything bad about Crystal Palace or anything. I just thought it was them. But yeah, West Brom, Alex knew what I meant. Uh Mendy starting in goal, three at the back, Rudiger Silva, and I have Christensen starting there as well instead of Asby. I do not want him or sorry. Instead of Asby, I would want him as a right center back. I don't want him as a right wing back, but I don't have him starting. I have him resting in this match.
1: Yeah, I also don't have Asby starting. I think he needs a break. And I also think it's, it's – an uh, this game's going to – I mean, he can't – I don't think he – not only do I not want him at right wing back, I think Reese James needs to come back into the side. Um, so I don't think – there's not really room for Asby. The back three has been doing really well, and that's why he's been staying at right wing back. But I also think Reese James needs to come back into the side. So my back four instead, I think Zuma also comes in, gives Rüdiger a break. Zuma, Silva, Christensen, Mendy.
2: So for me, I'm going to go Mendy, Christensen right center back, Zuma center center back, and then I'm going to have Tony Rüdiger at left center back. Uh, a possibility you could also see Emerson coming in at that left center back position. Uh, you know, we saw him, I believe it was in one of the cup games do that, but it's possible that would happen. Um, for my midfield at right wing back, I have Rhys James in the center of midfield. Uh, I have N'Golo, Conte, and Billy Gilmore. Uh, and at left wing back, I have Ben Chilwell.
0: Um, let's move to my midfield. Okay, Marcus Alonso starting at left wing back. I think we gave Chilwell a break. Conte, Jorginho, I think they start at the midfield. I was debating because I know Peter likes to do this, throwing in like a Billy Gilmore. I, I I would be fine with that if we tried that for this match, but let's keep Conte and Jorginho who've been playing pretty well uh rolling here. And then CHO starting at the right wing back position instead of Reese James. I kinda like that right now. If because if we want to, we're resting Aspie in my lineup that if we wanted to start him at right wing back, we could also give the uh Reese, give Reese James a rest as well here. So we have two options at right wing back, um there. So that's why I like starting CHO
1: at my uh Right wing back position. Uh, my midfield, or Reese James, I said, is going to come back in. I think we could see Calum Mutz and but I think Reese James hasn't been getting enough playtime for as good as he is, so I think he slots in there. And like Josh mentioned, I do like to spice it up sometimes and throw in a Billy Gilmore, and I will. I think either Gilmore or possibly Mason Mount will start there in place of Jorginho. I think Conte will play if Kovacic is not fit, but if Kovacic is fit, I think Kovacic will slide in there. I think Ben will needs a break, so I think Marcus Alonso will be there, and I'll go to my front three. Uh, I think Timo Werner will be in there mostly because I don't want him to start the second leg, and I think he should stay in there because he's a good option, and we do still need to win this game. I think Hakim Ziyech will also stay in there. Well, not stay in there, but he will be in there, and then that leaves one spot, and I, the last few times I've said this, uh, it hasn't happened. I want Tammy Abraham or Olivier Giroud to start this game. Or, kind of another curveball, if Kalamatsu does not start at right wing back, I want him to start in the front three with Werner and Ziyech. But I'd I'd prefer Tammy Abraham over everyone to start and then have Olivier Giroud start the second leg. Or maybe Giroud starts both games. I don't know. Tammy Abraham, Olivier Giroud, I think one of them will start and hopefully one of them does
2: start. So for my attack, I'm going to go Timo Werner on the left-hand side. Uh, Tammy Abraham, he'll make his return finally under Tuchel, or, you know, his start under Tuchel, really. Um, And he will play up front. And Callum Hudson-Odoi on the right-hand side. Um, He won't play at right wing back. I think James comes back in instead. Uh, He hasn't been playing a lot recently, so I think James at right wing back there. Uh, And then uh, CHO, like I said, again, at right wing. For my score prediction, I'm going to go with a 1-0 Chelsea win. Um, and I'm going to go for Tammy Abraham goal. I think he's going to show that he, you know, deserves to be in, you know, in place in, in, in the mix of things when it comes to this front three. Um, and obviously he had a close chance towards that end, the end of the Real Madrid. uh, uh, what game was it? The end of the, um, the last premier league game we played. Oh my God. I'm, I'm like, uh, frozen now, uh, against, all right, someone's going to have to help me out here. Who did we play last in the premier league? I'm having a brain freeze.
0: Are you talking about the West Ham match, Alex?
2: Yes, I'm talking about the West Ham match. Yes, yes. He was in the West Ham match when he came on. He had a good chance at the end, um, but he kind of headed it over. That's what I was referring to. Sorry about that. Um, That's my score prediction.
0: I'll go to my front three. I think it's going to be the same or at least quite similar. I, I believe Mason Mount started, right? So Mason Mount, Christian Pulisic, Timo Werner because... Tuchel does not give up on Timo Werner, even when he completely fails. So, he'll throw him out there once again against Fulham, and I think that's what's going to happen there. Uh, As much as, yep, Peter, I agree, I would like a Tammy Abraham or uh, Olivier Giroud as much as playtime as they've been getting, both of them now. Usually it's just been Tammy Abraham who has been getting the playtime now. I haven't seen Giroud in a little bit, so let's get one of them out there on the pitch, but no, my prediction is that we see Timo Werner. Score prediction for me. 2-0 2-0 Chelsea win. Let's go and let's get this going. Uh, keep it rolling as we move into the week uh, weekday match against the second leg of this
1: UEFA Champions League uh, semi final against Real Madrid. I think it could be anywhere from 1-0 to 3-0. I don't think we'll give up a goal. I think we will keep a clean sheet. But I don't know. If, I think if Tammy Abraham or, or Olivier Giroud, if one of them start, I think it could be 3-0 because we would actually have someone to finish our chances. But if they don't start, I think it'll be 1 now. But if so, I'll go in the middle and I'll say 2 0. No. And I will say, just because I want to say this to Josh, I think Timo Warner will score two goals.
0: Yeah, all right, Peter. Whatever Whatever you say. I'll play it next episode. It's fine. I had it queued up, but we didn't need to play it. Um, I had it, que- yeah. I'll, I'll queue it up next episode. Don't worry. Um, so, all good. Peter, I hope you get those uh, notifications down. Getting a lot of them, very popular guy over here. So hopefully him and Timo Werner can have a fun time. Uh, he'll get his, he'll get a text and a phone call from Timo Werner next episode after he scores the two goals. Thank you so much for listening to the Talking Blues podcast. Go follow us on Twitter at Talking Blues Pod. Subscribe on Apple Podcasts or wherever you're listening. Five stars for a rating. If you can't do that, write a review. Normally it's the other way around, um, but yeah, we we really appreciate you listening. Keep growing. If you haven't already, check out our mock our Mark Ogden episode, ESPN senior writer. We had an interview with him last episode. So if you want to check that out, please do so. We didn't just talk about this Champions League matchup against Real Madrid. Talked about some other stuff as well. Super League, of course, as he wrote like four articles on that. He was really busy during that time. So um, he was able to speak with us. So that was a great episode. This is a great episode. And we'll see you next time for another Talking Blues episode after this match against Fulham.